Hello and welcome back to this edition of a 5 o'clock playbook podcast. With me, we have Joseph Schwartzwald, Sam Salzer, Jordan Galfeld, along with myself, Aaron Marks. We are going to take a deep dive into what the college football playoffs will look like this year in the last time we will see a four-team setting. Let's kick it off. Sam, how are you doing on this fine Sunday morning when we're recording? Um, You know what? I feel like there could be better some days after the first match we're going to talk about from yesterday. Rivalry week is OSU at Michigan. Huge game here. Yeah, obviously you said it, Sam. Ohio State traveling to Ann Arbor to face off against the Wolverines. We were watching that one together. I was also watching with Jordan. Jordan, what did you see from that game that led to a Michigan dub? Well, I went into this game obviously saying that Michigan was going to win. I was like, you know, Aaron can quote me on that. I Ohio State was ranked number two, obviously, before this, Michigan three. I wasn't loving Ohio State. I really feel that you need to have a quarterback who's going to lead you this way, and I don't think Ohio State has that. Obviously, Michigan does have that with J.J. McCarthy. Not going to be the Heisman, but obviously a candidate for the Heisman. So I really saw, you know, a good game from these two teams. But the Ohio State offense was a, was a little too dependent on just um, their two receivers. And here's what I'm going to say. Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt introduced this game as really the first college football playoff game as the likely loser of this game will not have a spot. We'll talk about that later in the show, but. Ohio State's in some deep trouble now that they won't have that game to their resume. And not only that, but they won't be playing in the Big Ten Championship, whereas Michigan will be playing Iowa in the upcoming week. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game with Iowa and Michigan just because Iowa, even though they are at the record, they have nine wins, right? Correct? Ten. ten. They have ten. ten wins. They have ten wins, but they're not a realistic ten-win team, I would say. Like, yes, technically they're there. However, they're not going to actually be competing with Michigan into uh, this game. This At this point, like, it's going to happen, but there's, I, there's not going to be a real competition, I feel like. Yeah, I think it's going to be very similar to what we saw in 2021 where Michigan just steamrolled an Iowa team that was all defense, no offense. And this team I don't think is as good as they were in 21 because, like, Iowa had a good enough offense when they had Cade McNamara. But now that he's injured and done for the year, that offense is just god-awful. It's one of the worst I have ever seen. And the fact that they win 10 games just shows what the Big Ten West really was this year. And I think Michigan's got a pretty good path at this point, and they can realistically be a one if Georgia falls. Yes, yeah, so obviously, you know, since Michigan did win, since we're going to be really talking about which top, which four teams are going to get in the scenarios, I think can we just declare now Michigan's going to be the Iowa and just reserve Michigan's yes. top four right now? That's what that's what we'll yeah. do. So let's just say after this week, let's just Michigan goes up to two. The only thing that happens is that do you where does OSU fall to? Doesn't matter. I I'll yes, be honest does. with Joseph. Technically, I don't think it really matters because I think. Oh, OSU would fall to where the defeated team started. So Oregon at six, right? Or they would, but they had, it was, they were, they lost to the number three ranked team. So does Oregon's loss against Washington earlier this season, is that, does that outweigh OSU's loss? Like, could they, they could be ranked five, six, seven, which they will be. It just depends Here, where. Here's what I think. 
in terms of what Ohio State is ranked this upcoming Tuesday before the conference championships, in my opinion, doesn't really matter too much because all of the following teams that will have importance of the college football playoffs, meaning your Georgias, Washington, Michigan, FSU, Texas, Oregon, Bama, and Louisville, they're all competing for a championship. Ohio State is not. So where Ohio State could be ranked somewhere like five, I have no idea where they put their resume against someone like Texas, both of which are one-loss teams, Ohio State with a better loss for sure, if you can say better loss in this type of scenario. But Ohio State isn't playing for a championship, and it really depends on what these other teams do next Saturday and, I guess, Friday in this sense for Oregon-Washington where you can put Ohio State. But Ohio State, they do not have a clear path to the playoffs. They are relying on multiple of different course. things to happen. They don't – I don't think they have a path. Like, of course, hypothetically, with some, like, horrible stuff went down, they can make it. But I don't think no, they have a natural path. It's not that impossible, Joseph. It's – it's, you need – They go above Oregon. Uh, and, and if FSU loses to Louisville next week, then – is, is Ohio you need State Michigan back? Michigan loss on Iowa. You need a Michigan loss. No, the Michigan loss doesn't do anything for Ohio Michigan State. Michigan loss doesn't do anything anymore. I think it does. No, if you're Ohio State, you want Michigan to win because 12 and you 1 Michigan, to, versus, and Michigan versus 11 and 1 Ohio State. If it comes down to that, they're picking Michigan. Michigan was the better team yesterday and they outplayed Ohio State almost the entire way through. So the only reason for that Ohio State can get in. The Georgia, the Georgia Alabama game doesn't mean anything. Whoever wins, that's in. Whatever. Okay, so so it's Michigan. You think it's, that? it's SEC. Yes. And yes. then no, Aaron, you have an objection here, Your Honor. I I have a complete objection here. I don't think Alabama is guaranteed a spot if they win the SEC championship because let, hypothetically, let's say Michigan wins. Let's say Washington wins. Let's say Florida State wins. Let's say Texas wins. That's four. I understand. Texas, Texas is. I understand that Texas doesn't have their top quarterback in Quinn Ewers, but they beat Alabama earlier in the year. There is no way that the committee can put in Alabama over Texas if both of them finish as champions of their conference with 12 wins. That is impossible, and that is a big-time screw-up if the committee does that. I I agree with you. That takes the integrity of the regular season away. I also think that it's just the fact that you beat this Georgia team, which hasn't lost in two years, which is so significant. So, but here's the thing. If you lost the team that they, if you lost to Texas, you cannot be in over them. You are pretty much just saying the regular season means absolutely nothing. And I know the committee says, oh, it's the top four teams of the nation at this point, but then they're completely just, Taking away the regular season, so are you I saying would, that? So are you saying I would have to say that win, a one-win SEC champion, a one-win SEC champion, doesn't get in. I think no. in this scenario, I don't think they lost. That's what I'm Here's what I have to say. Texas Continue. reminds me a lot of uh, Tennessee, where they're going to screw some stuff up, but they don't seem to me as the actual playoff contender. They also just both were the same color orange, so they're the same team. So here's my question to you. Here's my question to you. How in the world are they not a playoff contender if they finish 12-1, and one, win the Big 12, and put them against Alabama by chance? They beat Alabama. I know Quinn because the Big there. 12. They look because the good. Big 12 isn't as competitive as any other conference. 
the SEC wasn't as good. The SEC wasn't as good as Alabama. Name another, name another playoff competitor. Every other conference has two playoff competitors except for the SEC. No, ACC. ACC is Louisville and FSU. Louisville is not a playoff contender. They're yes, top ten. They very much are. Louisville is very much a playoff contender. The Big Twelve is the like, only conference that has two playoff contenders. He has a better chance to make it over Louisville. Not if Louisville wins. No, not no, they don't. Um, the Big 12 is the only conference without two playoff contenders. The Big 12, I'm sorry, is not as good of a conference as any other conference. Texas has had a Michigan schedule this year. That's yeah, not, other, that's other, not than Bama, other than Bama. And other than Bama. Oklahoma. Oklahoma's yeah, no, not Big, good. Big 12 is a very Oklahoma solid conference. The Big 12 is yeah, a Oklahoma's, very solid conference. What's Oklahoma now? 13, it doesn't matter. It's win the time of the, the loss. They were number six when they lost. Yeah, but they're not a playoff contender. They beat... They beat um, Kansas, who was ranked, and they beat Kansas State, who was ranked, and they also beat. Um, and then they're playing oh, so they Oklahoma can, State. They can only that, that's four. That's four ranked games. That's more than Michigan. Yeah, Oklahoma is a very good team. I don't know where this narrative that they're not is coming from. In the Big Twelve, it's a better conference than the ACC. No, it, it, it most certainly is right now. If FSU was still 100, percent the uh, ACC would still be, would be better. The, the Big 12 is deep with a lot of solid teams, and it's it's like it's not something bad to say about Texas that they lost one game to a good Oklahoma team, and at that time was playing like one of the best teams in the country. I don't think you can really say, "Oh, Texas is terrible." They lost to Oklahoma and they played the Big 12. That's not fair to say when you're comparing a hypothetical champion Texas against champion Alabama, where Texas beat Alabama by 10 in week two. You cannot sit there and tell me that Alabama deserves a playoff spot over them. There is in no world where that should happen. I don't care that Alabama's gotten better. I don't care that Texas lost their quarterback. It's not about one position. It's about an entire team, and Texas beat Alabama. And that's the narrative. If no SEC team gets in over that, so be it. Okay, can I remind you back to last year when Tennessee won, but then who did they lose to to end their actual playoff uh, championship run? I want to say South Carolina. I think that right. was lost still. If they hadn't, it's the exact same scenario. Here's the thing. They wouldn't be playing for an SEC championship. because It's the, it's the same thing, Aaron. How? Because I... it's, the, it's the same beating the big team. And then you have your schedule, and because you beat the big team, you have a really good record. It's the same thing. What do you mean by that? Like exactly what I said. Okay, even in this scenario, Joseph, Texas. If you're saying that, oh, because they beat Alabama, they have a one rec- one, they have a, another win than they should. They should have beaten Oklahoma, and they then they did beat Alabama. So that logic doesn't really work out. I don't know what you're saying. I'm also going to follow up on something. Tennessee had lost two games in conference, one of which was to Georgia. They are in the same right. division as Georgia, so they could not have made the SEC championship. Even if Tennessee hadn't the- lost to South Carolina, they wouldn't be in that spot because they'd lose one game not playing for a championship, whereas Georgia would. Then you can argue, do they have it over Ohio State? Maybe. Yes, they I would, yes. But they yes. Were, they're, in the, they're in the same side as Georgia, and this is last year, so... I guess at that point, it isn't causing that much of a deal right now. But you've got to look at the divisions, and Tennessee and Georgia are together. All right, and with that, we will really take our next focus to the Pac-12 championship, where 
Friday night in Las Vegas, Oregon will kick off against Washington. What do you think is going to happen there? This is, this is the second most, best champion, the second best game. I think it could be the first. I think you can make that case too. I think Georgia Alabama game is better, but we'll talk about Oregon Washington. So I was looking at this game actually. I'm on ESPN right now. Per them, Oregon minus nine and a half. Yeah, Oregon's opening up as a heavy, heavy favorite in this game. But we saw in the regular season that I understand under the conditions it was not the easiest game on both sides. Washington beat Oregon by three, I believe, week six or seven at home. It was, That's it was by six, I want to say. It was by three. It was 36, oh, 33. Field goal. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I missed the field goal. But – Oregon, since that loss, I think has looked like one of, if not the best team in the country. Their offense has looked unbelievable. And I know I've been talking about the Washington offense, my dad, a lot. He's been calling them the best offense in the country since that game. Yesterday, I took the crown and gave it to Oregon. They have been the most consistent, best offense in the country. And Washington has not looked as good as of recently. Squeaking out a lot of close games where to be completely honest, should not have been close. So I, I get a sense we're all leaning to Oregon here. So let's just cover what we think is going to happen with both when each team, if each team won. So like if with Washington a win, they're in the playoffs, guaranteed. No I think if Oregon, Oregon wins, sure. Oregon wins, they're in the playoffs too. I see yeah. no, I see zero scenario, everything going wrong for Oregon where they win and they're not in. I think it's impossible. I agree yeah. with that. I think whoever wins is in. Right now, right. If, or- if Oregon wins, they're bumped up to five. They pass Ohio State. Okay, right? Yeah. yeah. So that means um, – and they beat Washington. So they pass Washington. So it literally it's, – it's impossible. If yeah. If whoever wins this game, they're in. They're the three or the four seed, most likely. Obviously, yeah, Georgia. if Georgia loses, then crazy stuff can happen. Yes, correct. Yeah. Jordan, here's what I'm going to say on that. I think this game is win and end for both of these teams. Oregon, right now, the college football playoff committee is saying their resume is more impactful, I guess, than teams of Texas and Alabama as they are ranked higher than them. The teams ahead of them, Ohio State, they are in over. Washington, if they win on Friday, they are in over them. And that's your spot in. Whether you want to be called a three or a four seed, they are in, and it depends on what other teams do, where the seeding will lay. But if they win on Friday, they are in for sure. As same thing for Washington. It's a win and in. The so, only so- scenario I can think of is one where if a quarterback got hurt. Remember when FSU, like the same thing with FSU, I think that's the only way one of the teams could knock it in, and no, they win. Doesn't matter. The, the, college football, the college football committee does value that though, and it's kind of stupid that they do. I don't agree with the fact they do, but they do value it. Yeah, but they're not gonna they're not gonna say, oh, okay. So Oregon won the Pac twelve, right? They're twelve and Correct. one. They they won the Pac twelve, yeah. but you know what? Oh, Bo Nix got hurt. So ah, uh, oh, I think they that's the thing though. I think they would do that. Over them. I think they would do that though. That's, that's the thing. They they would do that though. They like to say it's the best teams in the nation at that point, so they can go a lot of right. different ways with that, but it's also we saw Ohio State, Cardale Jones, led them to a national championship with JT Barrett out. Like, things can happen. It's not on one player. 
it'd be interesting to see what the committee does, especially as they have that on their hands with Florida State. They have that on their hands with Florida State. I don't think it's as much of a possibility for Florida State to get knocked out, but we'll see what they do with it. So we're, we're all picking Oregon, right? Yeah. No, I'm taking, I'm taking Oregon in this game. Okay. I'm taking Washington. Oh, I think Washington's okay. better right now. No I, think that, I think that Mr. Michael over in the state of Washington is better than Bo Nix and will show it in this game. I think their passing attack is going to be able to outdo Oregon. I'm not kidding. Joseph, Bo Nix is either going to be the Heisman right. or the Heisman runner-up, which I think he should be the Heisman. I'm, I'm aware he's doing Heisman. He's been that doesn't definitively mean, better. That doesn't mean he's the best uh, college ball quarterback. It, is it not possible for Penix to actually be better than him? I think what Bo Nix has done this season has been incredible. You know, he's done 37 touchdowns to two interceptions. Two of them. Hey, wait, Aaron, I have a stat. I've thrown zero interceptions this year, so to be honest, I'm actually better. Yeah, but you've also thrown zero touchdowns in your Joseph Schwartzwald, so I don't trust you on a football field. So When that's... I watched Washington, um, I think it was two or three weeks ago, I don't remember who they played, but the way that he was able to throw the ball and just manipulate an offense, drive down the field consistently without like uh, lagging, I would almost call it, was ridiculous. They do not have faults in their offense. It is Either it's either a hundred or zero, and it's been a hundred the whole season. It's not been a hundred all season. They squeaked really out. Win- they squeaked out wins against Arizona State. I believe that game was fifteen to nine. Oregon dismantled them. If Bo Nix was playing the entire game, he'd have thrown for seven hundred yards and nine touchdowns, and that is not an exaggeration either. He, Aaron, that's all. That's kind of the thing where I do want to guys. That's three hundred fifty yards in the first half, and then I say he's going to throw for seven hundred yards. Yeah, he got taken out almost at like almost right after halftime. Like there, there's a level of difference I think between these two teams right now. I understand that Washington won, and Washington deserved to win that game, but the level of difference right now it favors Oregon, and I guess we will all see Friday because that now is what matters. Correct. But, and I'm guessing you were watching USC or Utah when you were talking about Utah, Washington. Utah. Utah. That that yeah. was a great game. And Washington did look amazing. But wins versus Oregon State by two. I get it. Oregon State's a good team. Oregon dismantled them a couple days ago. Completely dismantled them. My final score was like 31 to 7. Well, why don't we cover on the last division, the ACC? Yeah, this ACC championship is going to be interesting. Obviously, last week in week 12, Jordan Travis, done for the year. Obviously, a big-time blow for Florida State. But that team still should be fine. They beat Florida last night. And Florida's, I get it, their record isn't what it normally is. They've played some good games this year. And Florida's a tough place to play. And Florida State went in there and beat them. So props to that, whatever their record is. What do we think about that? I think even without Jordan Travis, I think Florida State's still one of the best teams in the nation. And Yeah, but I don't think they're a top four team is the problem. Yeah, sure. I think Alabama could be, for example, better than them, or Texas could be better than them. But a 13-0 ACC champion Florida State, hypothetically, would get in over those two teams. And there's no way That's the problem, that you can say otherwise. The college football committee says it's the best four teams in the nation at the moment. 
I don't know that FSU is a top four team at the moment. At the I'm moment, not convinced. I, don't, I don't know how you can really say, like, there's no argument for them not to be because they have been as perfect as you can be in a power five conference. And they've beat, they've beat some good teams in there. Like Clemson, they're not all that bad. They beat them on the Clemson's road. Clemson's a solid team. Clemson's a very solid team. Flor- Florida State beat Duke, who at the time was a good team. Yeah, they Florida were State team. Florida State went into the swamp yesterday and won. Florida State absolutely trounced LSU. Here, here's my one. Right now is the Heisman favorite, Jane Daniels. Yeah. They have wins, which are like good wins, but they only play two ranked opponents so far. They won both of them. It was Duke and LSU, and they're playing their well, LSU was ranked five. This is gonna be a tough matchup, and I don't know this, if I this is that. their this is their season test right here. Oh this proves that they were kind of as good as they seemed throughout the entire season. For sure. This is going to really prove is this the Jordan Travis show or is this the Florida State show? Because Keon Coleman is still one of the top receivers in the country. And having him on your uh I, you can make a case for other guys, but Keon Coleman is a top receiver in the country. And having him on your sideline is already in a near instant advantage. And quarterbacks, these are still college-level quarterbacks that can still win games. We're not seeing this Spencer Petruses out there. It, it, there's a this is kind of like your uh, Michigan versus Penn State game where it's a proven. You've had a great record so far, but are you legit? Now it's your time to show it. Yeah, I – I actually agree with that, but I'm going to really flip the script here. What happens if Louisville wins? Okay, what so it, what, is, Michigan, what does it take for them to get in? Michigan, SEC, Pac-12. Yeah. Right, I think right, and then it's the four seed. I think Texas is, Texas is over. Them. Then I think I, Texas I has got to be over Louisville know. as well. Because Especially if it's a game. Keep... Go ahead, Sam. You have to consider – that yes, Louisville did beat Duke and Notre Dame, which was two pretty decent when it was the 10 and the 20. Right. You lost to one of the worst college football teams right now in Pitt. Pitt has looked horrific this year, and they lost. Like in a in in a sizable loss, 17 points, 38 to 21. I think the I think the nature of this game, the way that it's played, could determine it. If it's a game. Where Louisville just straight up outclasses FSU, and it's kind of clear they're doing it because FSU's down a quarterback. I think it could be different versus where, um, like, they just blow them out, and it's just a like straight up Louisville clearly the better team. Here's what I think it would take for Louisville to make the playoffs: it'd take a Georgia win for sure, because you can start arguing. 12 and 1 Georgia over a 12 and 1 Louisville because that Georgia team yeah, is better. I agree. With that. That, agree. that Georgia team is better. And they still lost to a good Alabama team. So it'd take a Georgia win, a Michigan win, a Washington win, and a Texas loss, I think, to even think about it. And then what do you do with Ohio State? Yeah, I th- I put Ohio State over Louisville. A, a, I agree. Your loss to Michigan, yeah. number three Michigan, is way better than losing to. Pit, Pit, yeah, it just is. Pit, Pit is two was two and four when they lost. Yeah, Pit is a really, really bad loss, and they lost by seventeen. 
And like, they're three and nine. This is this is they lost by seventeen to Pitt. That is not a good. But you have to keep yeah. in mind that they would have beat the number five team in the nation. This is true, but like Joseph said, if Florida State is evidently not good without Jordan Travis, what does that really mean? That's where Ohio State can sneak themselves in again, like they did yeah. last year. They can't. Yeah, it would. It's impossible for uh, nearly. There's no way. I just told you, Georgia winning. Ohio State very po- yes, Georgia winning. Very possible. Washington so let's winning. Just, let's just go on. Georgia wins. Georgia's one. Michigan yeah. is two. Yep. Washington or Oregon is three. So Pac-12 no, winners. For Ohio State, Washington would need to win. Agree. Yes. Completely agree. Yes. Agreed. Even though, even though I think Ohio State would have it over Washington. No, because they didn't make it to the cha- well. It depends who Washington's ranked. They beat. It doesn't Oregon. matter. They didn't make it to the championship because it's how the Big Ten works out. Okay, so they they beat Oregon and they beat USC, who was twenty. They beat. Uh, so they would uh, need Oregon Florida State, State, State and 11. Texas to lose. Actually, they have more ranked wins. Ohio State Ohio would need State. Florida and Texas to lose. Yeah, Florida State, Texas, and Alabama to lose. Ohio State could very easily sneak in there. Yep. And the whole thing we were talking about yesterday, Aaron, is that I think if this was Michigan, I don't know if they would be able to sneak in. If Michigan, if they flip flip the places, no, I, I still think it'd be almost the same. I still think Michigan's resume and what they were all year, you, like to an extent, it comes down to what the committee watches and their eye tests, which I still think is a little better than Louisville. But I completely agree, I agree. with you on the fact that Ohio State definitely has a more impressive resume. Than Michigan, exclu- excluding the game yesterday, Ohio State yes, had yes. beaten Notre Dame, and that was really it. But and that was have, a big win. Yeah, they, they they really have Notre Dame over Michigan. Both of them didn't play that challenging of schedules, the exception of and they, that both, game. they both beat Penn State. Yeah, they both beat Penn State it, by eight and Michigan nine points. handled Penn State. Yeah, Michigan handled Penn State, which helps them over the wheel. Yeah, and that was that was a game where the score may not have shown it, but Michigan was just stomping on their throats. All game long. Yeah. So I th- we do we want to go around and make our final predictions for playoffs? I think I'd be okay with that. We can we can check them on the radio. Yep. Sam. Starting with Friday, Oregon, Washington. Who oh, you got? Oh, I thought are we picking like the games or are we picking what the seeds will be? Picking yeah, the games and I get then I guess giving our final thoughts on what we think the four will be. All right. Okay. I want to take Washington here because I want OSU to be in, but I'm going to take Oregon. I think it's pretty clear Oregon's going to win. Joe, how about you? So Joe, yeah, I think we already went over this. So we're all taking Oregon. Washington. Joe, you're taking Washington? I'm taking Washington. I'm yeah, I've got, Washington, I've got Oregon in that game. Oklahoma State, Texas in the Big 12 championship. I've got Texas. Texas. Is Oklahoma State – didn't they just lose this week? They – I want to say just – Lost this week to right Oklahoma. Yeah, that's. I thought they had a. I thought they lost. Right. Yeah, they did. Oh no, no, they won in overtime to BYU. Never mind. You're correct. Like triple overtime, double they overtime. Beat, to, uh, they also did beat Oklahoma earlier this year. Yes, they, they did. The they, yeah. Uh, yeah, they State. got absolutely des- destroyed by UCF. Yeah. Well, they also lost a um, South Alabama Jaguars. They really lose did South they, Alabama. Yeah, they did. Actually, was that a week zero I, game? That was no, a, that I was, was like week, week three. Two. 
Week two. Sorry, no, week three. They barely beat week three. Central Michigan week yeah. zero. Week three, you're they correct. They barely beat Central Michigan week zero. Yeah, this Oklahoma State team is still pretty good. I'm saying, like, Big 12 is a tough conference. We talked about that earlier. Next game, Georgia-Alabama. I really want Alabama to be in, but I'm taking Georgia. I'm going to take Georgia as well. I'm, ta- I'm taking Georgia. Georgia, too. I was a little hesitant on what they showed me throughout the first seven, eight weeks of the season, but recently they have looked like a damn good machine. Michigan, Iowa, Michigan. Yes, games I even close. Sam. So actually, I think I was going to win. Okay, Michigan. Yeah, okay, Joseph. Big funny guy here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big over here. You're lucky if Iowa gets more than 10 points. Oh, yeah. Correct. I wouldn't Is that what they're averaging the season? Around there. I would say, and then this last game, Louisville, Florida State. I'm taking Florida State. Ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to take Louisville. Yeah, Sam. Louisville. Louisville wins. That stirs up a lot. It it it. I it's not out of this realm, especially with Jordan Travis out. I'm yeah, still taking Florida State. I'm sorry, Joseph. This is a hard one. Um, I think FSU might be the correct pick here, just because they still have a great defense and offense. Jordan Travis means a lot, but he doesn't mean like it, it's not like a Bo Nix kind of scenario. They've got kind of a Right, it's kind of a tier below where he's extremely good and extremely talented, means a lot, but it's not like an end all be all if he gets hurt. I guess that's fair to say, but Florida State does have Keon Coleman. He is ridiculous. Like that's I said, what I'm saying. Top, like, one of the because Jordan Travis, the nation. Because Jordan Travis went out, I don't, I don't remember the backup's name. The backup's going to have an incredible core around him. Like he still is going to have a shot. Yeah, for sure. So, with that being said, if all things go as I predict they will, it will see Georgia as the one, Michigan as the two. I think Oregon will jump FSU in these rankings and be at three, and FSU will be at four. And I think that will be my college football playoff. Here's the question. Could Washington and – Oregon make it? No, because Ohio, Ohio no. State has over Washington. And yeah. Texas. And no. Texas. Let's uh, say no. FSU loses. You have Oregon's the three. Then who do you pick? Texas? Texas. Let's say Alabama lost. So it's either Ohio State, Texas, or Washington. Does Texas win or lose? Win. Then Texas. But I'm taking Washington over Ohio State. If it's coming down to those two teams in the four, I'm taking Washington. So then we rank it Texas, Ohio State, Washington. Okay, here's what I want to say. The rankings are hard to do, though, because the college football committee has been known to move some people around to make games that would be better. Of course. Like, they would – how big of a Michigan-Ohio State game would be? It would be massive. Right. They, 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 put, they put Michigan to play Ohio State in the uh, final, not in the first game. Yeah, always. Yeah. So, then, that's, that's what I'm saying. You can, you can pick your four, but doing a one through four is hard because it doesn't really matter the one through four once you get there. Yeah, I completely agree because you've got to be the best team player to win it all. So, right. yeah. Yeah, I guess to that point, Jordan, what do you see your four teams being if you can predict next week in advance? So, um, I'm obviously Georgia 1 because I have them being Alabama, Michigan at 2. 3, I think Oregon, I think they will. I also have Florida State winning, so I think Oregon's going to jump Florida State having a much better resume being number 4 Washington. So, I'll go Georgia, Michigan, 
Oregon, Florida State. Yeah, and so we're the same on that. Five. Um, yeah, I'm or take, the first team out. Yep. I'm gonna take Georgia, oh, uh, Michigan, Oregon, and I'm gonna say Texas. I'm, I I I banked on the FSU loss. Oh, because yeah, I think Louisville's gonna take them. Yeah, that that's yeah. how that would work. So, I'm I'm pretty confident about that. If not Texas, then OSU. But I if Texas wins, they're going. I think that's they they only lost in six Oklahoma. It it really just depends how that val- how the committee values the the losses because if what what is how what is the difference the significance between that number three Michigan loss versus the number six uh, Oklahoma loss for, for Texas, but then in the playoffs I could see um ooh this is so I said you Georgia versus uh, Texas I am going to take Georgia. And then Michigan, Oregon. I'm going to take Oregon, and then Oregon wins it all, potentially. Yeah. Joseph, lastly, what are you going to say on this? So I don't know the rankings, but I can tell you I think the four are going to end up being Georgia's going to be the one. I don't think I don't think the College Bowl playoffs is going to jump them from one. And then I think the two and the three will be a combination of Washington and Michigan. And then I think the four is going to end up being FSU. Okay. Yep. If not that, if I could, if I had to go with an alternate, I would do the same three, and then the four would end up being um, Texas. I'm pretty right. confident it's going to be one of those two orders. That's fair. And then one last thing before we leave, Heisman right now, it's down to two guys, Jane Daniels and Bonex. Who's got it? Daniels. I think Bonex. I, I think it's got to be Bonex. That Oregon team has had so much success throughout the year, and especially if they can go in and win Friday night. That's stealing the deal on the Heisman. Here's my argument for Jaden Daniels. If he had the team around him that Burrow had, if he had Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson on his team, I think that he would be having a – I think he would have a significant bump in his stats to the point where it would be clear that he would be the Heisman winner. Here's where I'm going to counter you. You can say that, oh, he doesn't have the team around him. It's not the same team as what it was in 2019 with Burrow. He's got probably the second best receiver in the country in Malik Neighbors. He's been unbelievable this year. And I'm not trying to discredit Jaden Daniels at what he's done because his numbers are just simply ridiculous. 3,800 passing yards and 1,000 yards on the ground. Also, 50 touchdowns counted for. Bo Nix has 43 touchdowns accounted for and like 4,000 total yards. That Oregon team has been definitively better than LSU throughout this entire year. And Bo Nix has just looked, I think this is part of the eye test, just marginally better than Jaden Daniels has. He's won 11 games and I think going to win a 12th. Can you just remind me though, Aaron, I just would like to clarify, Bro did have the one, the two receiver that you're correct. Probably in college football, if I'm not mistaken, sure. Right. Because also, I feel like Bo Nix has the advantage of, I feel like there are more guys there who step up than what Jaden Daniels has. When you watch Oregon, like they, I feel like have like four receivers maybe who will all just do something incredible. I feel like you don't really see that with Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels still has Malik Neighbors. Right. He, I'm saying he has the one receiver, but I don't necessarily know that he has the depth that uh, Bonix has. That I think that's a respectable take for sure, but you've got to consider the fact that that Oregon's a much better team than LSU. And as a quarterback, those two are definitely like going to take the most for being 
a good or bad team. When I think of 45 and 2, it just reminds me of an Aaron Rodgers stat line. That seems like an Aaron Rodgers like 2016 like uh, stat line. Thanks. In 37 and 2. Well, yeah, I thought he's at 40. Oh, is he is 37-2 passing? Yeah, 43 accounted for. Yeah, that that like literally screams Aaron Rodgers right there. Yeah. Which I don't know, currently pretty good in the NFL. So yeah, Bonix also is completing 70 almost 79% of his passes, which is unheard of. That's like historically good too. For that reason, yeah, I'm, in, taking, I'm taking Knicks. In Especially 2020, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers went 48 and five passing. That's like, literally right. like, yeah. Now that we're talking about Aaron Rodgers on a college football podcast, I don't know how we got there. I think that'd be a pretty good time to wrap up. Thank you guys for listening to this edition of a five o'clock playbook podcast. Alongside me, we had Joseph Schwartzwald, Sam Salzer, and Jordan Galfeld. This has been Aaron Marks. Thank you guys for listening and check us out in the future. 